Okay, so testing out a new bit of software. So we're here with Daryl Harbracken, mate. How are you hanging in there? With I don't even know what day it is in terms of lockdown days now. I think this is day three, Saturday, day three. Day three. I know it's a Saturday, so I've taken the sort of uh, the more relaxed approach and I'm sitting outside. (laughs) Thank God it's not bloody raining. I've got little kids. So, you know, trapped inside with them with heavy rain for a week is definitely going to, that's going to be the COVID challenge. No, it's a challenge, all right. So you're able to get down to the park and you've got a little beach. Yeah, I'm really lucky. Obviously, beach beach for us is sort of, you know, 200 metres down the road. And it seems like um, the whole neighbourhood has got their little preset times of where they go for their family walk. Um, And it's pretty interesting because you walk down the the, um, pavement and you see someone coming and you don't want to be rude, but you want to get out of the damn way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And and they're... The same, you know, they're stepping to one side, getting out of the way. So it's pretty interesting. I was funny today. We went for our first proper walk. I'm staying at my girlfriend's place in Hillsborough, where I'll be locked down yep. for the next wee while. Uh, we went for our first real walk up around um, Mont Casino, whatever it's called, this little um, estate up the road, and it's got a public park. Went for a walk around there. And yeah, it was interesting watching people. We saw a group of ladies, obviously good friends, all standing a rigid two to three meters apart as they're coming up the road. It was it's weird. First time I'd seen it. And then we walk along and then one of them sort of shuffles and behind like a train. Anyway, just just keeping away from everybody. It's um it's strange. It's weird. Yeah. It's gonna yeah. be interesting to see how this affects um us psychologically when this is actually done. Yeah. So mate, tell me to you know, for we you know there's a few there's a few people watching. Um and what I want to sort of get onto um a bit later is sort of talking about what what you're doing, you know, and what what you're sort of hearing from people, what are the things that they're doing to keep themselves busy during this time yeah. if like you you know you're a freelancer um and we hear yeah. about that a bit in a minute but what people mm. are doing to to keep mentally healthy during this time because it's you know there's there's a lot of um there's a lot of panic there's a lot of uh you know unsurety about what's going to happen we're confined yeah. to you know confined to home um yeah really important obviously to take care of your physical health by getting out walking but also your mental health so before Mm. we start can we no we're not going to the beach now mate (laughs) (laughs) i now now work for my kids they tell me what they're doing when and i just have to instigate it um so (laughs) before we start tell me a bit about you what do you do I am a freelance cameraman, cinematographer, and I do a little bit of producing, a little bit of directing, a little bit of everything, much like yourself, really. We all we all kind of do a bit of it all now. And uh, my, the other strength of my bow, which most don't have, is I'm a voice actor. So I voice TV commercials, trailers, um, uh, cartoons, and video games. So, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at at the moment. So, so, um, 50, what- just just give us a couple of taglines from some of the um, commercials that, you know, some of us might recognize, <laughs> you know, just shut your eyes and let's imagine. <laughs> yeah. So I've been doing placemakers for about 12 years and that's the old know-how can do. And um, I do uh, McDonald's. So it's like more chocolicious and all that sort of malarkey. And, you know, and recently, but, some of us might have seen you. If we're, you know, if we're reality addicts, some of us might have seen you as the mole on the Bachelorette, Bachelorette, or something the Bachelorette. like. Bachelorette. Yeah, I actually yeah. forgot about that until you brought it up. <laughs> yeah. So I was, I got, yeah, that was kind of the random little job I had at the end of last year. I got asked if I would be an inside man on the Bachelorette. So yeah, 
I've been I did that and that's airing it currently. I'm no longer on the show. I was I was voted off around about uh, three weeks in. So the show's still running, but I left a bit of an impact because people quite like the model. They quite like the fact that I was an inside guy. I had nothing to lose, so I was just myself and having some fun with it. And um, I think a lot of people sort of you know, gravitated toward that character. So that was a lot of fun, and that's been an interesting sort of thing this year. The, the, the thing that's been hard with that is that when you get on – I took on uh, that project because it would be a good uh, boost in my um, performance, you know what I mean? gets me out there. It gets me in the crowd. You know, I mean, it takes heavy, heavy acting to be in a re reality show, right? <laughs> Mate, I was pretending to enjoy it a lot. <laughs> it was so hard. But no, it was, it was, it's, it's funny. And I feel for some of the guys on the show as well because I think a lot of them, you know, they got some traction with social media and all that. And then this corona kicks in and drains all the attention away. So it has been tricky for a lot of those guys. I, I actually see it as I think there's um, opportunity there if you're active on social media, if you're active on Instagram and Facebook and that sort of thing. Um, everyone's at home and they need content. They need content. They need something to look at, much like what you're doing with these pod, uh, these uh, little live podcast streams. Um, it's keeping active, keeping busy, and um, still being in front of people's faces. So for me, I'm currently every other day making little comedy videos, that sort of thing, um, just keeping relatively active. Mm. So, yeah, so sort of your ebbs and flows of um, being busy, you know, a lot of work booked in, and then, you know, going yeah. through the obvious times where, you know, work slows down. So, you know, I've talked mm. to a sort of number of freelancers the last few days, and it it's not something, you know, that that um, you're not used to, having downtime. and But, you know, with this, obviously, it's it's forced, and we don't know how long it's going to last. So yeah. what are you doing to stay mentally sound? You know, like, <laughs> I'm, I'm a little bit cuckoo. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. It's... um. Jeepers, how do they keep mentally sound? I think the big thing is just to keep busy. Uh, even though we're stuck, we're, you know, stuck in a house with a, with a small section. Um, you know, there's people in worse situations. There's people who are stuck in apartments and stuff. I don't know how they're going to cope with it, to be honest with you. But for, for me and for us, it's about just keeping active. So before the lockdown began, we head down to Bunnings and we spent a tremendous amount of money on DIY supplies, we bought Thinking. liters oh. of paint. We're going to be painting. Yeah, we're going to be painting the house. We've painted the fence. Uh, I'm going to tear up the deck, and it's in and, and a strange kind of way. It's given us a kick up the butt to get them some things started around the missus's house. So you're and, you're uh, doing a shitload of DIY. <laughs> shitload of DIY. Shitload. And uh, you're, you're lucky yeah. you got you got down to Bunnings or whatever. Um, yeah. or placemakers, we should probably say, before I didn't make it down. I was thinking, shit, I need to get paint. I'll paint the outside of the house. I'll get things done and, and didn't make it down. So so in terms of um, sort of, I guess, you know, actionable steps that maybe you could you could make some recommendations, what, what are sort of some actionable steps that people could put in place to maybe protect the old, uh, the old brain cells from mm. going to mush? I think one of the big things is having regularity in your day, like having uh, having mental systems in place where you get up in the morning, you have that cup of coffee, you chill out. If you're into meditation, meditate for a little bit, have a stretch, keep the body moving. That's a big one. Uh, even if it's just um, uh, motion stuff. So if you've got like those rubber bands or you've got some light weights, just get a bit of movement and get some stretching. 
that's a great way to start the day. I think the way you start the day dictates a lot of the happiness that you're going to have throughout the rest of the day. So, yeah, it's always nice to have a structure. And I that's something that I actually have in my normal everyday life too, not just when we're <laughs> locked down in our house. So that's something that I've put in place for a long time, and it makes a big difference. So, so for you, the the last sort yeah. of year or two, you've got you've been getting yourself fit, healthy, strong, mm. anything else like yeah. that. Um, yeah. And if you have, I mean, you you sort of the reason I'm having a chat to you about mental health is is you've experienced obviously some challenges with with mental health, depression, whatever. Yeah. As I, as I as, yeah. as lots of people have. Yeah. So when you were going through those times, what what's been helpful for you that maybe you know you're putting into practice now? Yeah. Again, it was it's it's the biggest thing was discipline. I think you, you, you introduce a little bit of discipline into your life, especially when you're restricted. Like now's the time, especially if this does go out for four weeks and heaven forbid goes longer, you've got to be disciplined in your mind. So doing small things and, and making it an organic process. So getting up in the morning, here's one, here, get up in the morning, make your bed, go into the kitchen, have breakfast, have coffee, have a shower, do all those little things and then do little chores. Oh, that needs to be picked up. That needs to be cleaned and that sort of thing. And that becomes an organic process and that just keeps your mind functional. Um, it's no good getting up in the morning, switching on the TV, sitting on the couch and watching that because eventually you're just not doing anything proactive for your brain. You're just switching your brain off. And I, I believe that within a week, maybe two, even maybe even quicker, depression will start to set in because you're not doing for yourself and you will start to notice that. And you will start to think, oh, I haven't been active enough. Oh, I've been eating shitty food. You've been eating, drinking Coke and eating popcorn while you're just watching TV. You know, you, you start to think about that sort of stuff. But if you put, if you put in uh, steps, daily steps now, and just stick to it, especially for this period of time, I think, <clears throat> I think you'll be able to uh, confront those demons before they actually pop into your head. And when they do pop into your head, you can just say, you know what, fuck you, I haven't got time for this. I've got my structure. I've got what I'm doing. I've got to do this. And I think there's, it could be quite advantageous. I think a lot of people could start doing this over this four-week period because they're forced to. And when they come out of it, they may actually, uh, it may be something that they stick to for the rest of their life. And I think uh, I think that's a positive thing for a lot of people. I know for me, you know, the first sort of um, couple of days before, you know, but as this was sort of happening and trying mm. to work out Media concentration business. I've got staff. I've got different different things I'm responsible for, um, and was really hard to sort of um, focus on what I actually needed to get done, and sort of knowing what to you know I needed to get done. So I found it really mm -hmm. helpful just the end of each day, just to sit down for ten minutes, find a find a quiet space, which isn't easy with three kids in the house and a wife. Um, okay. Find find a quiet space and just list out what I'm going to do tomorrow, and put a bit of a schedule in place so that when I get up. You know, I'm like you say, I'm straight into doing stuff that's positive rather than time yeah. just slipping by. Um, so working yeah. on my business, you know, working on different things to not only to keep myself busy, but preparing for the next, you know, few days, few weeks yeah. and few months, you know, so really, really important. Yeah, um, it, was, it, was so, bit, it was a bit, it was, and I, and I, I'm for, that was the unfortunate thing about all this. We had two days to get ready. Yeah. You know? And yeah. that was, that's hard, man, because people, a lot of people still had to work during those two days. You know, people working in cafes and bars and all that, I think most of them closed down, but some of them are still open and there are other you know, retailers and that. And they haven't got a chance to get out there and prepare and get their food and, 
uh, if they wanted to DIY, do DIY or whatever. And, and but the big thing was they didn't have time to mentally adjust to it. That was the big thing. Like where I would, I considered myself quite lucky because being in the free, being a freelancer, I didn't have anything on. All the work dried up a week before it started. So um, yeah, I had time to sort of process what was going on. Um, one of the big things was uh, about a week before we went into lockdown, I started actually paying more attention to this whole situation because I didn't take it terribly seriously a month ago. And then about a couple of weeks, maybe before the lockdown, I started reading up about it and listened to podcasts about it and realizing the seriousness of the situation. Uh, but I started reading too much. I started li listening to too many opinions about what was going on and that you just started getting yourself into a bit of a, a head fuck. You started thinking too much about it. So when they announced, I think it was when we went into code zone three, level three, we went to level three, I think two days before the big one. Um, I just stopped. I just listened to that one o'clock bulletin they have every day where we actually got information that was important. Everything else I just ignored because if you read stuff, if you read stuff or you read the Herald, they're just trying to throw numbers at you to freak you out. And it's the same with the news, you know, all of those opinion pieces aren't going to do your head any good. So you've got to really manage how much of that sort of shit you put into your head and just realize that you've got your section now, you've got your space that you've got four weeks to manage. Worry about that. Don't worry about the rest of the world. The rest of the world, hopefully, will take care of itself. And if we just listen to the facts, like that that one o'clock bulletin that happens most days, every day, um, you know, you won't you won't overthink it. You won't you won't put yourself into some sort of mental strife. So as a freelancer, is there anything that you're putting in place for, you know, three and a half weeks time or four weeks time? Well, when we do get out, you know, no one, mm. I don't think anyone's counting on it's going to be four weeks. It could be a lot longer. I hope so. so it's my birthday is yeah. the fourth week. <laughs> anyway. Is there anything you're preparing, you know, for yourself in terms of your, um, in terms of your work to get ready for when you do come out? Mm. Mm. You know, are you building um, any content? Are you, you know, are you preparing stuff or, um, or are you just painting fences? <laughs> That's one thing, actually, you've got to be careful because you can get carried away with the whole DIY and doing all that. You've got to, they're, they're, my mind's always a little bit focused somewhere about the future and where it's going to be because if we come out of this and I haven't prepped, then I'm, I'm bugging because I can't do anything else. But there's so there's two there's there's two prongs to what I do. I was saying before, like one I'm a, I'm a camera operator and I produce a little bit and blah blah blah, and the other one is I'm a voice actor. So one of those things, fortunately, I can still do. Like I got a microphone here, I can still do the voice stuff. So I'm able to still uh, interact with clients, even though they're working at home. Um, I've set up a bit of a soundproof booth here. Uh, you can see the little padding things. Back here, hopefully that's absorbing some of the sound, and they're all plant, in front of me as well. That plant needs watering, mate. That plant needs watering. Yeah. Looking wilting. It's not my bloody plant, it's hers. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I know. So I'm, I'm. That that's the one that I'm really focusing on. I think the camera work. To be honest with you, my, the camera work and producing and that sort of it's taken a bit of a back step to the performance stuff over the last six months to a year. I'm happy with that. I I, I do enjoy. I think. The performance side of things more but i do it i i love every element to it really but i'm lucky as i said that i can still do a level of this at home so yeah so there's that and then there's also uh now that i've got this ridiculous 
uh, reality TV, Instagram following, uh, my public needs me. So I'm doing like regular videos, as I said before. I'm tell, me, regular just videos. tell me a bit about that because you've, you know, you've been focusing a bit on um, obviously your performance, the voice and the acting work and things like that. And, uh, you know, you've been a lot more active on social media, um, especially coming out of the the Bachelorette, you know, you've, you've built a bit. Yeah. Of, tell me a bit about your experience with that and what your sort of what activities you're doing to sort of get get noticed on social media and, and get yourself out there because yeah. with with what's happening now everyone is do, everyone's doing this you know they're jumping on to live recordings or yeah. you know and and talking to people and getting information out there um yeah. so i think it's opened you know it's opening people's eyes to what is possible with with yeah. self broadcasting and social media so what's your yeah. experience over the last few months so over the last few months, uh, I was never big on the social media stuff. I mean, occasionally I put photos up on Instagram. Occasionally I do the Facebook thing for family. My Facebook's more of a family one for me. But since going on The Bachelorette, uh, there was an opportunity there that is hard to ignore. And that is, you know, social media is a big part of what we do now. And there's, a, there's opportunities to be seen and, um, you know, self-promotion. Uh, it's, it's kind of cringe when you think about it, especially for people like us who are in our 40s. You know, the idea of self-promotion to that level is, is a little bit cringy, but you can't say no anymore because that is the way that this industry is going. It's how you do it, though. You know, you do you, you don't, don't never sell yourself out to trying to preach the millennials if that's not your thing. Try and, you know, find who your audience is. Anyway, so, yeah, being on that show opened my eyes up that, to that a bit more watching how they conducted their social media. Uh, what I mean by they is how the production company, Warner Brothers, did their social media, how TVNZ do their social media, talking to their social media gurus, just working out exactly what I should do. Uh, something quite advantageous that happened to me just before the first episode aired, I bumped into a lady who was, uh, what, what would you call it? Marketing, she was a marketing manager for uh, Love Island UK, which is, a similar sort of thing but significantly bigger and she said to me with the character that i've got on the show what i'm doing on the show and all that i need to be doing something every single day to stay relevant so when i was on the show and even after i got kicked off the show every day on instagram and on facebook i would make these little videos and i would review the episode and it was a piss takey kind you're of you're as witty as hell eh? you do them you do do them very well Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I try to be as, as, as witty as I can. Yes, I'm making them for people like myself who don't actually watch reality TV. You know, I'm making them for that crowd and hopefully I'll get a giggle out of it. Really. Say again? It's a critique's piss take. Yeah, it's a, critique's yeah. Piss, it's a critical piss take. And it's, uh, I'm actually, it was a lot of fun to do. Something that I got out of that was I um, realized it was just nice to be creative. You know, it was nice to be. Have a, uh, be a little bit creative in the morning even though it was something as ridiculous and rubbish as the bachelorette i could take the piss out of it i got to be creative use some uh some some, some storytelling and do that four days a week and that was cool so i've now have this following of around about three thousand on the old instagram and on the facebook and they love it and i'm getting great reviews i get great comments for it so now i've got to carry it on so now that we're in this situation in, in in the lockdown, it's me. I've got I've got all my camera gear. I've got the microphones, and now I'm just carrying on. And I, uh, yesterday, I I filmed a series, a small series about four videos on how to survive 
uh, isolation and it's all just piss takey stuff. It it it's kind of there's truth to it, but it's done in a, it's done in a funny way. Maybe and, you can uh, maybe you can post those into the group. And we can uh, we can we can get a bit of entertainment. Will do. I absolutely will. Yeah, I'm actually. At the moment, moment, it's all banking, lending, mortgages, and leases. <laughs> maybe I could do some on all those sorts of topics as well. Um, yeah. So so doing those videos has been great because again, it's kept me sane creatively. Uh, mm -hmm. My girlfriend. She's a DIY queen, and, and she's just wondering what is the merit behind doing these stupid videos. So that's been quite entertaining. There's been a challenge. There's been quite. I think this is this whole thing's going to be a very interesting relationship challenge for a lot of people, you know, especially couples with no kids who have to, you know, they're forced to spend so much time together. But anyway, that's another story. Um, yeah. So doing the video, it's it's been creative, and I'll be uploading those soon, and just seeing where the traction goes. I'll try promoting some of them, and. I'll think of another series of videos to do next week. And at the end of it, I'll do I'll do a more serious line of videos. Uh, maybe I'm, I'll probably enlist you to help me out with this too, Jamie, is that uh, when we are allowed back out in public, I want to do a series of videos just to help people sort of uh, integrate back into the real world and what we can take away from what we've learned in these situations. Hey? Back into society. Back into society. <laughs> we've all, we've all oh, put on tons of work. Closing up, last sort of comments around protecting your mental health. Any mm. action steps for anybody out there that's sort of feeling like their their mind slipping away, they're getting bored, they're not knowing what to do. Any steps for yeah. them that you could recommend? Yeah, drink. I'm kidding. Don't, <laughs> don't do that. Don't do that. Um, I think one of the big things: be kind to yourself. Don't overthink what you're doing. Um, if you've got some DIY projects, you've got some stuff to do, you've got four weeks, there is some time there and you've got a lot of it to fill in. It's okay to have some time off. Try and get some structure in your mornings. Try and have some regularity because that will help engage your mind. It's the same as getting up in the morning and doing a little bit of physical exercise. It engages your body. So get all over body and mind engagement to begin with and then the rest of your day will follow. Take time to... Uh, relax, take time to sit down and stare at a wall and just have a little have a little think about what you're going to do with the future in a positive light. You know, there's no point in you know judging yourself or anything like that. The beauty of this situation, and if there can be a beauty, is we're all in this together. You're not alone. One of the worst things about having depression is you think you're alone in these situations. But in this particular one, we're not. We're all in this together and when we come out of it, we're all going to be trying to integrate back together again too. So, Keep a positive mindset when it comes to that. You know what I mean? This is a, this this the, well, something that good that may come out of this is we understand the importance of team in society, and we understand the importance of community. You know, we're all we we're, we're all lacking contact now. We can't contact our loved ones in real life, and I think we human beings are social creatures, and we've been lacking in that for the last five to 10 years, you know, stuck on apps, stuck on devices, you know, communicating via computers. Now, hopefully when this is all over, we'll be able to get out there and actually sit down and talk to each other and look at what's in front of you. Um, what else? Um, yeah, and, and try and yeah, try and be healthy. You know, now's an opportunity to, you know, don't go to the grocery shop and buy the chips and the beers and all that sort of thing. Um, try and be a little bit healthy, you know, you've, you've, you know, get your veggies, get your, get your meats if you're, in, if you're, if you're not a vegetarian and yeah, it, 
it's it's a reset. Consider it to be a reset. And if you think about it, like yeah, it's a great opportunity to put in yeah. some new. Um, what do you call it? You know, some new some new things in place. You know, some new daily routines that maybe yeah. you wouldn't normally do because you don't have time to set yeah. some new habits. You know, I think it takes. They say it takes nineteen days to to set a habit. So yeah. we've got time to set some new habits to think positively, yeah. put some things right. into you know, in place that we can carry on doing. And that's the other thing too is uh, uh, well, I'm thinking about it. Communicate with people on the outside. You know, call that person you haven't spoken to in a long time. You know, call mum, call dad if they're around, you know, call grandparents if they're around. Uh, and then, you know, call some of those old um, old friends that you've got, some of those old work colleagues that you haven't heard of from for a long time, that one that you shared a beer with at one time and you haven't returned a call. You know, now's, now's the time. And, and, and you can you gotta buy the other you got to buy the other person a beer. You can't be sitting there sharing your drinks. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, it's been it's been awesome talking to you. I think we're going to catch up again maybe in a couple of days. You're a bit of a, a movie buff, and I think mm. you've, you've got a bit of a side gig where you talk about movies. Is that right? Oh, I will be. Yes, that is going to be something that I start doing. Now. I'm just giving you the role. Yeah, I have to now. Thanks, Jamie. So maybe, so maybe in a couple of days we'll catch up, talk about some of the movies that are, that are sitting on Netflix that people are um, wondering where oh, they yeah. should watch about what's what's out there what's good what's worth watching actually while you're there if you want to bring that up you have to watch tiger king tiger oh, king I, on I, netflix I finished the uh, last episode at, i finished the last episode at six o'clock this morning mate, i'm onto the third episode it is wow wow they are mental so good <laughs> yeah good. yeah if you give a bunch of rednecks a lot of meth a lot of lions and tigers <laughs> and then cash flow with visitors coming it's going to be a shit fight eh it's amazing it's amazing now we should talk about that next time next time we'll have a good chat about okay. it that's a whole hour stay safe, stay safe and we will um catch up in the next few days